0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Ladies Best Life Podcast. I hope you're feeling sensational today, whatever day it is that you're listening back to this. Something I wanted to share with you today is, again, linked to my own journey. And this is why I am so committed to constantly growing, constantly learning, and committing to exploring with who I am. What do I stand for? What am I on this planet for? What is life? You know, I'm quite a deep thinker. And I also have, I think I've shared this with you before. I also have this real awareness of how short life is because of people that have left and left passed away in my life but also i i think because i'm such a deep thinker i'm hyper aware of how short life is and don't like i don't um stress about it i don't worry about it it's just one of those things that i'm like yeah, i really 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 want to get the most out of this life because the time that we're actually here on this planet is so small and for me i'm like oh my goodness like i don't want to regret anything You know, and I wouldn't ever regret doing anything. I think, you know, everything I do in life, I believe I do the best I can with the tools I have at that time. So I won't regret doing anything, but I will regret not doing. So, yeah, that's where we're at. But anyway, today I want to talk to you about self love. And the reason for this is I've been working with my mental performance coach around burnout, overworking striving at the cost of myself and i help a lot of ladies in this kind of arena as well but also i help ladies in the arena of emotional eating binge drinking exercising to suppress emotions and i just wanted to share it with you because you don't treat yourself in a way that makes you feel exhausted that makes you feel hungover, that makes you feel sick because you love yourself, because you're super happy with yourself. And in the sessions that I've had with my mental performance coach over this past couple of weeks, we were digging into three-year-old Sasha. And he asked me to go back to a time where I felt like I had to change who I am in order to people please or in order to fit in. And there was a time, and I actually can't remember this. So it's almost like a construct of my memory or or of my mind, sorry. And my sister always laughs about this. Um she because I there's 10 years gap between me and my sister. And she was a baby, then I come along and I'm now the baby. So I took baby status and obviously 10 years, huge gap, you know, maybe a bit of a shock to friends and family. So it was like, all hail Sasha. Gemma didn't like this. And she made me very aware of that. (laughs) And she says that she's told me, because again, I can't remember. So she told me many times that she would sit opposite the dinner table at me and just stare at me and literally just stare at me until I cried. That's a typical 10 11 12 13 year old isn't it and I would just sit there and burst into tears (laughs) and my memory when we were looking at like changing yourself in order to fit in went straight back to that moment or one of those moments and what we had to do as we were doing this kind of like hypnosis thing was go back as Sasha now and literally give that three-year-old or four-year-old however old I was what she needs is at that given moment in time And it was one of the most powerful sessions I've ever had because she needed love. She needed to realize that she didn't need to change herself to fit in. She needed a massive cuddle. She also needed, like, I felt like I needed to say sorry to her because because of how I've lived my life. And don't get me wrong, I've had a great life. Don't get me wrong, I've treated myself very well. But also, I've massively tapped into the dominant masculine side of things because I didn't have Um, A male role model for many many years for the most kind of significant years of my life so we spent this session apologizing to myself and um, connecting with myself on a greater level and really meeting that three-year-old in the place that she was at and what she needed at that given moment in time and it was hugely powerful my sister like she obviously now she probably feels a little bit bad about being that stroppy teenager and I don't hold any grudges against it at all I think you know we've all we've all been there in that situation maybe a bit of jealousy and all those different things and I can now just laugh at it laugh at it but When we're looking back at the former versions of ourselves, we do have to step back into that emotional state as well. And doing that, you know, being in that three-year-old shoes and feeling like, oh, my God, like I I don't feel wanted. I don't feel like I belong here. I feel like I'm the odd one out because I've got a different dad and all of those different things that maybe will have been observed by three-year-old Sasha. So what we did from here is we delved into how I don't treat that current, that three-year-old, sorry, that previous three-year-old with the best way, like in the best way. And it is things like, you know, when I'm tired, sometimes I will just push through work. I used to up until probably end of January, if I was tired, but I said I was going to go train, I would go and train and just dose up on caffeine. Whereas now I'm very much more like, okay, if I'm tired, I rest. I will speak to the coaching club girls and say, girls, I'm taking the afternoon off. I'm exhausted. Um, I'll speak to you tomorrow. No one cares. And it could be the same for you. You know, maybe you're just saying yes to more and more shifts at work. And as I've started to delve into this journey of proper self-love, you know, and I've spoken to a couple of people since and one friend in particular was like, I've never thought that you didn't have a, a great relationship with yourself. And I had to explain to him how like overworking, um, you know, not listening to myself in that moment. So pushing the work out, pushing the work, um, you know, even drinking alcohol when I've been tired to try and kind of like boost my mood up a little bit. These are all little kind of symptoms because when we're not really understanding our emotions in that present moment in time it can be really easy to just lean on a symptom lean on a um lean on a coping mechanism rather than actually meet yourself where you're at and from this journey i have started to i share lots of stuff on social media i'm such an open book i don't mind people like i speak to you guys on this podcast so openly and honestly and i don't mind like i've never minded people knowing the kind of journey of Sasha Holly by and I'm, I'm quite proud of that because I know a lot of people find it hard to be vulnerable I don't you know I work through stuff with my boardroom I have got Kieran who is my mental performance coach I've got Phil who's my business coach and then actually I'm going back to Joe Parrish um, who was my coach for kind of physique and um development of the coaching club in a in a different way to what Phil does um, and I left at the end of last year, because I wasn't really extracting the value that I needed from it. But then I've realized that by having him in my boardroom, I don't want to be in the kind of big group that he's got. But I do want to have him in my boardroom so that I can speak to him in a a way that I can't speak to many other people in my life. Um, He really helps me with expanding vision and stuff. So I'm going back to him. But because I can tap into those people and I have you know a couple of really close friends as well I can work through the stuff that's going on in my mind and then I'm ready to bring it to you guys in the format of lessons and inspiration and a way to help you guys to open your awareness more you know I think in in many scenarios in life we can think we're aware we can think we know what's going on but a lot of the time we're really not a lot of the time There are stories that we tell ourselves, we keep blinkers on. So by having other people in your boardroom who can challenge you, who can open up those horizons is an absolute game changer. So as I've started to do that on social media, I was speaking to a client um, who has had issues in the past with binge eating because of um, food scarcity when she was younger. So she always felt like she had to um, basically hoard food as soon as she could get it because it was quite scarce when she was younger. And then also that has evolved now as an adult into alcohol, less around the scarcity, more as a coping mechanism for stress, overwhelm, anger, frustration, and all of the things that kind of come up in for the majority of us in every single day life. And she was like, I don't understand why I treat my body like this. So we went through a couple of things. And one thing that I've really found beneficial um, upon this journey of self-love and really meeting myself where I'm at in this given moment in time is to separate you and your body. Bear with me. So when I was in Cape Verde, me and Tiggs would have like a couple of gins around the pool once. So generally wake up in the morning, um, smash a few hours of work, like speak to the clients, make sure everyone's okay. If anyone needed calls, hop on calls, make sure we're programming, um, attend the kind of um, trainings that I have to attend for the business side of things, speak to accountants and all of that. And then we'd have like four or five hours where we could literally just take time to go and chill by the pool. And then we'll be back to work in the evening, not every night, but sometimes. And a couple of days when we weren't working in the evening, I had a few gins and um, then we would go for the evening meal and maybe I'd have a glass of wine. And I, I use this aura ring and it has been an absolute game changer for realizing what's going on with my body. And what I realized is every time I had, even if it was just one or two drinks, my sleep would be massively impacted. My resting heart rate on one night went up 20 beats per minute. So my average resting heart rate is around 53. One night it was 73. And I remember waking up probably about 4 a.m. I had heart palpitations, I had um, acid reflux. And I just, I could feel like, I just basically felt like crap. And I lay there. Tig's next to me, snoring her face off, and I just lay there like looking up at the ceiling and I was like, why am I doing this to her? Why am I doing this to this body that is my constant and only vehicle in life? Why am I doing it to her? She doesn't deserve it. It's clear that she doesn't like the impact of alcohol. So why do I do it? And by separating, like, why am I doing this to me to why am I doing this to her? It almost made me have this like higher level of respect and appreciation for this vehicle, this body that I'm in every single day. And I know this might sound a bit hippie, but it could be really powerful for some of you to start thinking in this way too. And I've seen other coaches speak in this way, and I've been a bit like, hmm, that's interesting. But it wasn't until that moment, what like one of those epiphany moments where I was laying in bed and it was like, wow, like. I've recently had um, one-to-one nutrition sessions because I'm all for, like I said at the beginning, self-development, taking things to the next level, really exploring with what I can do with my mind and my body and therefore my life. So I had uh, booked four one-to-one sessions with our in-house nutritionist, Sarah Summers, and we did a genes test. So we did a mouth swab and it basically looked at my genetic makeup. In that genes test, we looked at my so there were so many different things came up but one of the things that came up as what's not working well in my body is the ability for my liver to detoxify okay so to get rid of toxins there's like a literally like a missing gene and i was like oh my god it makes so much sense why one alcohol really impacts me so i can have a couple of drinks and be absolutely shit faced. two why i get almost like pimples and um, when I have a few too many drinks, probably like five or six, I get pimples on my chest and on my back and a red rash as well. And then also, I generally tend to get big bags, <clears throat> excuse me, under my eyes once I've had a few drinks, um that the following week, I've got big, dark bags. They are all indications of your body not detoxifying the toxins as well as it needs to. So with that information combined with how I was feeling on that night, I just went, you know what? I'm not doing it anymore. So I royally stepped into my queen and it's not going to be easy. You know, I will. I'm not saying I'm never going to drink, but I'm going to say I'm going to be much more selective and I'm going to be a bit more careful about when I do and why I do. You know, am I using drink for a coping mechanism? Am I using it because I feel like I need a bit of Dutch courage as I'm dating? What is it? You know, and why do I feel like I need that? Is this another thing of feeling like I have to change myself in that given moment? You know, so really asking yourself those powerful questions. And this was something that I taught this particular client. I was like, what does she want in that moment? What does she need in that moment? How can you meet her as in your body, where she's at? And that's what I believe is almost like the gateway to self-love. You stop doing the cycles and the kind of patterns and routines that you've done over the past X amount of years. So for this lady in particular, we were talking about kind of binge drinking at the weekend. Why are we doing that? Let's look at that. Okay. Because I'm exhausted. I'm this, I'm that, and it's like, right. Okay. So what else could you need in that moment? And remember with any habit change guys, you're never going to perfect it straight away. It's like me. I always use the analogy, um, not analogy, the example, sorry. Of when I first got, Asked or the idea got proposed to me about um journaling. This was probably where are we now? 2023. So it's probably been like four, or five years ago. I bought a journal and I would use it probably twice a week. Now, at four or five years later, it's every single day. Every single day. And if I don't want to journal, I won't. But generally, I'd say probably out, I can't even say like six days out of seven, but I'd say across a month, I will journal like 29, 30 times. Um, So it's super, super high, but I might miss a couple of days sometimes. And that's okay. I give myself that permission to do so. So with this lady in particular, we're looking at planning in advance when she feels that she could be stressed, what else she can put in place and how we can slowly start to break this cycle down. And that is the key that we're talking about here. Slowly start to break the cycle down don't have those ridiculous expectations on yourself to be able to nail this in a wanna. All right it will take time and that is the journey of self-love it's really starting to understand what you need at that moment are you just going to push through and sure like sometimes you absolutely have to what I call eat shit you know sometimes you've got a whole load of work to do and um, you're behind and you've just got to knuckle on and get it get it done girl And that's okay. You know that is life. Life is never just going to be all about the feminine, all about the oh, just take a chill, relax. You know, sometimes you have got to tap into your masculine, get shit done energy, and that's okay. But I thought it'd be powerful to share it with you today because I want these podcasts to be like I. I know that it actually does need to be the matter of fact things around the fat loss, the weight loss, the get fit, and all that sort of stuff. But actually what what is like who is sasha well sasha is someone who's quite a deep thinker and she's also someone who the mission is to help women to live a better life and to not just survive so i will continue to give you tips around training nutrition and all of those surface level things because obviously my background is personal training i've been in it 13 14 years and i'm very good at what i do but I quite like talking to you guys on the podcast about these deeper things because you could be driving to work listening to this. You could be walking your dog. And I I just hope to plant a bit of a seed with you here today and go, hmm, how could I show her my body more love? How could I meet her where she's at more? What can I give her today? What does she actually need? Maybe it's an early night. Maybe it's to put the phone away. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, And if you've got any questions, as always, hit me up. I love to hear from you guys and I will speak to you very soon. Take care.